having said that now with what attitude should we do any of our duties once we have determined the role or course of action we have to take then how do we do it here bhagwan is just summarizing it and bhagwan says sukha dukhe same kritva sukha dukhe same kritva tato yuddhaya yujjasva this word papa we are only understanding today in a very limited sense if today you say even if it you may be a hindu we are only understanding the word papa or sin only with terms of the meaning that we have gained from other religions right now and therefore sin is some crime that you do against god so if god has given the commandments when you do not follow the commandments god gets very angry and he punishes you for your sin therefore when you are teenagers it's not that nobody believes in some god or some higher power it's more convenient because at that time you know you are doing everything wrong and therefore it's better to deny there is no god exam time they will also go and pray but when doing something naughty there is no god because i do not want to be punished for that which i think is wrong so we take an ostrich technique see when somebody chases an ostrich it digs his head in the hole and since it cannot see the the person coming to hunt it feels that there is nothing there so it's better to deny god than to know that if there is god and you cannot do this you cannot do this you cannot do this you cannot do this i tell you one thing very interesting one incident i was with gurudev in taipei and that time he had come from a journey and i think everybody in the flight was coughing and flu that's where you get the most diseases you can find so he had come with a very very strong congestion his heart was already quite weak but he was a roaring lion even then he used to travel such long distance in traffic and early morning such far and come back in traffic one and a half hour to go to an evening there were a lot of people morning sessions on the upanishads very few people were there and people were not used to also getting up early in these places and if you get the book say cheese you will see this picture gurudev sitting there and i am sitting behind as a brahmachari and gurudev is gurudev saying they do not know what they are missing and they don't even know that that they do not know that they are missing you know <laughs> during that time one day and i used to leave from home at 6 o'clock to be there or even 5:30 or something i'm seeing gurudev's door is still closed but the door was open the light is on 
But Gurudev is not coming out, not coming out. Everybody was worried and nobody, everybody had so much awe, they wouldn't dare to walk into his bedroom. So they are standing outside. Gurudev has not come. It's time to leave. Five minutes, ten minutes later, we'll be late for class. And very unusual, Gurudev is not coming out. I got concerned. I knew he was not well. We opened the door a little bit and I could see from the mirror, he's still sleeping. I wasn't sure, panic. And they said, but how can we go? And I said, doesn't matter. Gurudev is lying down in bed. Either he's not well or what's happened. I just went inside. I held his hand. His hand was very, very warm. And immediately he woke up. He said, what's the time? The, the, the gentleman of the house said, it's say 5, 5.30. Now we have to go for the class. Immediately I said, Gurudev, I've already called the Brahmachari. He will take the class. Gurudev, today you're not, you're not going. So what happened? He said, last night I was feeling suffocated because the air condition was closed. It was hot. His room was like a furnace. I was like very uh, worried. So he immediately got up in bed and for the first time I kind of said, Gurudev, I've already made arrangements. Somebody is speaking. Uh, there's no need to uh, go. And uh, I couldn't say you know, few people are there because uh, that never mattered to him. So I said, uh, anyway, a few, few people, Brahmachari will take the session with them. Gurudev, please, you're not going. The lady of the house said, can I bring you some hot drink? He said, yes. So she went inside. The gentleman and I were sitting near his bed. And any tense situation, now Gurudev is Gurudev. He started off. A priest and a businessman went to the golf place to play golf course to play golf and then of course his detail of describing the golf club you know the long stick which is as high as your waist with round and then one side smashed and that ball with all holes 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 inside holy ball and you have to hit it and put it in a small hole Describes the whole golf game. What is this golf game to do with his illness? And very seriously is describing the whole thing. And you have to swing. And that also you have to catch it like this. And then you swing. And the flat portion has to hit the ball in the right angle. Otherwise it will go flying into the sand pit. And therefore, even though it's a game of concentration, if you don't concentrate, your ball will go flying in a totally different direction. And sometimes the sand pit in the water, in the, 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 the what to say, grove of trees, the jungle, and then to bring it back is a very tedious job. And therefore, when that happens, there is a maha mantra on the golf course. And it comes through, just, it just comes to you. The Maha Mantra. And that Maha Mantra is, damn it, I missed. <laughs> Suddenly we burst out laughing. And we thought what the serious story is telling. Right after early in the morning, said, damn it, I missed. Now he's with the priest. 
those priests, you know, to keep, keep them going, they they go with them golfing. They go sometimes to the bar also with them. But uh, so uh, this is uh, so he you know said you should never use words in vain. This is a sin against God because he said do not use words in vain. This is a sin against God. You should not do it. You've committed a sin. So he said, Father, Father, please forgive me. Hmm? Yeah. I, I confess. He said, okay, this is not a confession box, but I forgive you because of your ignorance. But next time you do it, it will be a deliberate sin. And that's not forgivable. He said, yes, yes, Father. Yes, yes, Father. Still, he was playing. And you know, when especially coming to the last hole and it goes into the Sandpit, or the suddenly it came out from his mouth. What? Damn it, I missed. Now the father, the priest got so angry and told him, Now it was a day after telling you that, and I told you this is God's word, and now you're doing it. This is a sin. He said, Father, father please, 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 please forgive me, please forgive me, please. Forgive me. He said, Okay. The first time deliberate sin, you can be forgiven. But next time you say like that, there'll be a lightning from the there'll be thunder, lightning in the sky, and you'll be struck dead. God's wrath will be on you. Okay, he controlled, controlled, controlled. But just when he has come near the hole and he's just about to hit it, he missed. <laughs> and what came out of his mouth? Stepple. <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> Lightning will fall on you. <laughs> but he said, Wait, what? <laughs> See, religion of fear works. <laughs> he said those words. And truly enough, a lightning came crashing into the golf course. And after that followed the thunder. And from there, you heard the voice. Damn it, I missed. <laughs> the priest fell <will> dead. <laughs> I think sin is not some crime done against God. By He's a cool guy sitting up there. Not ready to set the thunderbolt for every one word you, that you speak. That doesn't mean that you should speak those words. What is Papa or sin? Let me explain now because this word is going to come number of times. That by which you fall is called as Papa. That which creates impurity that is called as Papa. Now, according to Vedic literature, what is Papa? Understand its whole derivative, then you will understand that what is Papa. What is the original sin? When you do not live up to your own status, dignity, etc., don't you say, 
to that person how degrading it is you see you know, a child from the streets and just brought up and goes and then you know his nose is leaking and takes out his nose and then you know, he puts like his cloth you find it actually cute you have to take photographs everybody around the world but if from eaten yeah the prince from the highest sense when you forget your own blissful infinite nature and come to think yourself to be this finite limited perceiver feeler thinker this inert body this confused emotional mind and this intellect however you must have a phd degree is only little compared to who you truly are so beautifully in the ramayana and all he said is that if you forget ram if you not be miserable you turn away from the sun you will not see the dark shadow how is it possible from your infinite status when you identify with something limited that itself is power therefore living in ignorance of your own true nature itself is power that's why when you say you are born in sin means you are born not out of some uh, what to say act which is sin you are born in sin means you are born in ignorance now these verses are going to come back in the ninth chapter and all that for a different reference and then suddenly say oh, you are born in sin means what not out of some act of sin but because the infinite falling to become however great a human being is it is only a downfall thus ignorance is sin and when your ignorance of your blissful nature is there your swarupa which is ananda naturally what is that sin leading you to is suffering that you are now a beggar for happiness in this world so moha causes shoka sin also causes sorrow so forgetting your own true nature is papa then intellectually you have certain ideals principles you have certain ideals principles maybe you've learned from society maybe from religion maybe from the when you don't live up to your own ideals and principles don't you have guilt in your mind does that not cause agitation in your mind that is called as papa when you do not live up to your professional duties professional family professional duties when i say your swabhava and you do 
something that might be very good also, but does not go with your nature. Like if I ask the singers to give a public talk, whatever beautiful voice they may have, but to give the public talk is a different thing. I tell a public speaker who gives on talking and the voice is hoarse and tell them to go and sing. They will be nervous. That nervousness causes agitation. That agitation causes sorrow. That is called as sin. Thus, when you fall from your own nature, that is called as sin. And what does sin do? Not anger God, not bring you punishment. Your mind, whatever agitates your mind is sin. That which gives you peace of mind which is your true nature is called as merit. This way you understand and therefore Gurudev says so beautifully you are not punished for your sins. You are punished by your sins. Therefore any act that you do which is not dignified for a human being. A dog lifts up his leg and stands on your Mercedes car and does what it does. You mean you're going to take him to court? No. But when a man does that, after coming from a night show movie in India, from an air-conditioned theater, you watch all the walls. You don't consider it dignified for a human being. When you do not live up to your dignity of a human being or a social being or a being of a team, all that is called as sin. Because it disrupts the tree. It causes agitations. Agitation is sorrow of the mind. Sorrow is not some pain. When your mind gets agitated, it becomes sorrow. When you have got an attitude towards things which creates agitation in the mind, that attitude is a sin. Clear? Therefore, Gurudev has explained that sin is not in action. It is in reaction, whatever agitates your mind. Therefore, your desires, likes, dislikes, your vasanas that create agitation in the mind are also called as papa. Therefore, that by which your vasana layers, your desires, your likes and dislikes become larger and larger, bigger and bigger or more plentiful, those vasanas are called as sins. From the highest standpoint, 
every vasana that takes you away from peace even a good excitement is papa only now this context you understand sir so your vasanas are what is being called here is that which will rebound back to you rebound back to you your reaction vasanas which create more agitations in your mind that is therefore bhagwan points out and he points out in this line sweet sign is no sukhadukha sukhadukha samay kritwa making both sukha and dukha the same but since we have not experienced sukha and dukha how can we make it same labha labhau jaya jayo these idioms will come throughout the bhagavad gita labha alabha gain and loss at the physical level jaya and ajaya victory and defeat is at intellectual level now if you see success and defeat you get outside gain and loss is outside but is experience according to how we react to that situation brings about joy or sorrow we saw that squint eyed girl girl you marry first of all begani shaadi mein what is your you marry such a girl we were sad but he was how do we react to a situation will cause joy and sorrow to us now outside situations we cannot do anything about but inside also we have got our likes and dislikes outside situations will be in pairs of opposites but inside also you have got likes and dislikes then between of these two ever changing factors how are you going to have any peace or happiness therefore papam abhasisi finally what we breed in all our interaction in the world is more suppressed thoughts repressed thoughts we cultivate more likes and dislikes more habits that create more agitations in our lives but how and he just points out keeping joy and sorrow the same keeping gain and loss the same keeping success and failure the same but the question now will come is how do we keep it same bhagavad gita discourse is not yet over so don't ask the question yet keep the question in your mind now bhagwan is going to show how so what did bhagwan showed how to make the decision and make a conviction of your action and once you are convinced of the action how should you act without being affected by the pairs of opposite how not to be a 
affected by the pairs of opposites bhagwan is going to show but if you are affected it is only going to breed either excitement or disturbance both a cause of loss of peace and all we want is peace therefore what we are breeding through every action even good actions even your duties what are you breeding agitations only because we do not know how to act we may know what action to do none of you are going to do any harmful actions but even your duties how to do your duties by which you don't bring agitations in your mind you don't build papa in your mind then now if you understand from this angle now bhagwan is going to point out how not to breed vasness how not to get agitated disturbed and how not to be affected how you have a question about no? how can we not be affected did you have a discussion group that would be the first question that would have come up <laughs> don't think we don't know we have run every discussion group we know even krishna knows so how to act without being affected by these pairs of all how not to be affected is what bhagwan is going to explain thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing if you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the bhagavad gita and how lord krishna's advice to arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today or understanding your mind or explanations on hindu scriptures in easy to understand english the chinmaya mission youtube channel is the place to be all links are in the description